so much of our history has been wiped away so i kind of wanted to bring back um and kind of remember all of the things that we've gone through as a community while i'm in session for school if i ever try to write something it's so difficult because i'm constantly at a creative block because my mind is filled with all my class materials and that stress of those responsibilities creativity isn't really something that you can kind of you know like say from one to two i'm going to be creative like you can't do that it just comes right like you just have to let let it be whenever i'm in the darkest moments and i'm and i feel the most hurt and the most pain that's when my writing and my poetry and my prose comes out within seconds like it flows faster than my hands can type We want to acknowledge and respect anyone whose story has been overshadowed or unheard. We hope to give them a space and a platform to share their journey, and may they always be met with compassion. everyone. Welcome back to another episode on the Rahau podcast. In this episode, we're sitting down and talking to Ravina Gore. Ravina is a Punjabi Sikh illustrator based out of Edmonton. Her work is heavily inspired by her curiosity for the divine and as well as her admiration for Punjabi culture. She, her artwork also ranges from breaking generational trauma and norms and household gender roles to showcase the strength that Punjabi and Sikh women carry and the importance of using art as a tool for advocacy. So hello, Ravina. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm so glad to have you. I've been admiring your work for a really long time. Oh. I'm doing I'm doing pretty well, yeah. There's so many things about your art that um, inspires countless people. And I think I discovered you as an artist earlier in the pandemic. But um, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone how you started, how long you've been making art, whether or not it is your full-time job and your kind of path to where you are now. Mm -hmm. I would love to. Um, So art has always been something I have done my entire life, Um, ever since I was a child. It was always a way that I expressed myself and kind of of how um, I expressed creativity. Um, So every year, like, I would do it as much as I could, but in university, because life gets so busy, um, I didn't have that much time to do it. So I would always space out art for the summers. So every time I didn't have class, I was essentially making art. Um, but like I, as I grew older, just the pull towards art just grew stronger and stronger um, to the point like I remember one of my years, I think it was my third year, like I dropped out of my summer classes because I was like, I'm not doing any more classes. Like I just want to go outside and paint um and that's kind of like every summer like I would just like paint just for myself it was never for like to sell one day to do anything with it but it was just I don't know so therapeutic so like it just I felt like me the most when I was creating art um and then for fun like sometimes I would just like mock up random websites and be like oh my god if I were to one day like 20 years from now sell any of my art like this is how I would design like just for fun like this is how I would design my website and it was like I never intentionally thought that it was something that I would do so early on like I was like maybe when I retire one day like you know I'll have so much free time and I'll just do art um but then I graduated right when the pandemic hit and um it's kind of a weird time because I was like 
so much time and freedom to do like whatever you wanted to do and obviously the first thing that came to mind was like do art as much as you can um, and I was working in the tech industry at the time and that's also something I'm very passionate about. I love technology um, and how fast everything changes in it. So digital art was kind of just merging both of these passions together. Um, and then I started doing, I bought an iPad, started doing art and there hasn't been a single day where I skipped doing art. So when I first started, like I would go tweet like, I don't know, retweet this and I'll like draw a portrait of you because I just wanted to practice as much as I could because it was a completely new medium for me. Like I've always done watercolor or spray paint or acrylic, but never digital. So just to get like more practice, just to be more comfortable in the space, like I'd be doing like 20, 15, um, like rough sketches every single day for a few months. And then um, I kind of like made my personal page, like my art page because I was like no one's gonna follow any of this like no one's gonna like care enough about my art to have a whole entire page dedicated to it but then I was like no like let me just keep it separate so like a month later I made my art page um and I really started like talking about norms and creating like art um based on things that have happened in our community which I didn't see a lot of like we had photographs and stuff but so much of our history has been wiped away so I kind of wanted to bring back um and kind of remember all of the things that we've gone through as a community um, and that's how it kind of lifted off um, so at the same time I was still doing my nine to five coming home doing art as much as I could getting some few hours to sleep in and then clocking out for my nine to five again um, I did that for about like a year and a half um, and then this December I went full-time so it's been three months now of being a full-time artist which is crazy to me but yeah that's kind of how the art journey started and how it's going that's absolutely wonderful. I love how you just, that was amazing to hear. Um, but as someone who's in university, it is so terrifying to ever think mm-hmm. about leaving like the set path that has been made for us and doing the crazy thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something, it's so inspiring to see you guys do it. Um, kind of gives Aww. us a little bit of comfort you're so sweet um I know for a fact when I was in your shoes like I was feeling the exact same thing um and I think it's because that's how like our societal norms are set up you kind of just have a schedule you got to go through um and just steps you have to take I feel like that's just Mm -hmm. I don't know it's how the society is built right um and of course in university I would have never thought that I would be an artist like after graduating like I was trying to like you know be in the corporate world grow up grow up the corporate ladder like as many of us do want to do um so I think it's okay like it's good that you feel kind of inspired and like at ease because you see more people and more representation now which I'm such a big fan of as well um and you have a lot more to look up to rather than just following the steps that everyone does for sure no exactly I completely agree with that um and when you were talking about how every summer you would chunk out time I fully resonate with that you know I (laughs) I make sure that during summer I'm chilled relaxed um and I can take as much time to write as many things Mm -hmm. as I possibly can like winter break and I Mm -hmm. feel like it's it's correct me if I'm wrong but it is really hard to juggle being a student or being in the corporate world and then also trying to do your art there are so many Mm -hmm. times where while I'm in session for school if I ever try to write something, it's so difficult because I'm constantly at a creative block because my mind is filled Mm -hmm. with all my class materials and Mm -hmm. that stress of those responsibilities. No, definitely. And then 
when you do get like five minutes out of the day to be creative like it is that like you do have a creative block and that's why like the only time I felt like myself during the year would be in the summers when I was able to do like what I always loved doing which was doing art um but yeah like it's it's insane because in university like you have your classes you have to study for those classes you're in your student groups you're doing all your extra stuff as well like there's not enough hours in the day to dedicate and creativity isn't really something that you can kind of you know like say from one to two I'm going to be creative like you can't do that it just comes right like you just have to let let it be um which is obviously hard because our time and our days in university are so scheduled by by the minute by the hour um so yeah it's definitely it is tough but I feel like we just have a lot of gratitude for our weekends and like the days we do get to like not have a to-do list and just do whatever we want to do for sure no I agree that's really true I wanted to ask you, um, have you used your, have you used art and painting and digital art ever as a form of mental health? In our, like, latest episode with Shiranjit, um, who's the founder mm-hmm. of Thiraki, we talked a lot about mental health and different creative mediums to explore ourselves. Personally, mm-hmm. I've noticed, and I actually wrote a little something about this recently, but whenever I'm in the darkest moments and I'm, and I feel the most hurt and the most pain... That's when my writing and my poetry and my prose comes out within seconds. Like, it flows faster Mm. than my hands can type. But have you ever used your art mediums to, as, like, a form of therapy? Um, I think this concept first, like, sparked in my head. Um, I met Ravi Singh from Kalsa Aid, I think, about, like, four years ago. And we were just talking to him. And then he just kind of asked, like, what do you like doing? Um, And at the time, I think I was like first year, second year university. And I was like, I love doing art, but don't really get time to do it. And then he just kind of like said that, like, I don't know how to explain to you that like how meaningful it is to like meet kids that have gone through so much like war and all of that. And all they want to do is just to have someone do art with them, um, someone to get their mind off everything. And he just like emphasized the importance of art in these little kids and these adults, like in anyone just to get away from like what they have to go through every day or what they've gone through of just to have like five minutes of time that they can just use towards their creativity, their imagination to just create. Um, and so he kind of sparked the idea of like using mental health and art. And I always like heard about it, like doing like, you know, like those books were so popular at one point, like those Mandela like coloring books and I remember buying like a bunch of those um and like stuff like that so it's always been there but I don't think it came to like I didn't understand how powerful it was until like Ravi Singh was like yeah these kids like it's so meaningful to them when a creative comes down and just does art with them and then um so obviously like that's one of my dreams to like go volunteer like across the world and to like do art with these kids because I know and not even kids like the whole community the brown community every community because I feel like just having those five minutes out of the day, an hour out of the day, um, just to forget the life you've been given, kind of the circumstances you've been given, um, and just to like be anything you want to be in that moment is so powerful. Um, and then for myself, like obviously with mental health, it's massive to have a creative outlet, whatever that may be. And we all express our creativity in so many different ways. Um, but I've been kind of integrating my own practices. Like sometimes when like, you know, when we have a creator's a creative block, like we're so frustrated with ourselves because you don't know what to create. But I'll just like get a new page of paper, page um, piece of paper or a page, and then I'll just start like drawing. Um, and it doesn't have to be anything, and that kind of just lets me 
flow out my emotions of seeing like well, how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling, because sometimes we don't always have the words to explain um, stuff that's going on, right? And then I've been integrating that with my family as well. So like once a week, like we'll do like a quick, I would say like 10 minutes, like we'll just pass my iPad along and we'll just do like, we'll just pick a topic. So like one day it was like animals and we all just like make animals. And I've just been like saving them because like, obviously my parents are always so busy with everything and this is just stuff like they did they were deprived of as kids and just like parents in a new immigrant land right and just like they were always on survival mode so I feel like it's important to acknowledge their mental health too and like integrating more creative spaces when it comes to like the Punjabi community so definitely do think having a creative outlet helps with mental health 10 out of 10. How do you bridge the gap between this becoming like your full-time job or your responsibility um making a career or something more out of it and then disconnecting it when you need it for your mental health um I feel like it's kind of tricky to have like a guide for this because I think it comes with time um I definitely feel like some days are better than others and I'm still getting the hang of it because I feel like it kind of it comes fast when it does come and it's kind of like overwhelming at times But I think at the end of the day, like, you have to remember that you're a human and you just have to put your phone away and, like, just, like, separate yourself for it. Um, So something I've been doing right now is kind of, like, having, like, clocking in a 9 to 5 for my work and then leaving it. Because before, I would literally just do it all day. Um, And then every single time something, like, a current event would happen, like, I would feel obligated to go make it. But there's stuff happening in the world every single day. Um, and it's hard to always keep up with everything because like literally you're a human and you can't, you're not a robot. So you're not able to do as much as other people might ask of you. Um, so I feel like it's important just to, I don't know, be kind to yourself and just, it's not a race. Um, and when it like literally like, when is your time? It will be your time. I feel like all of us have to go through certain things in life before we can actually fully receive the blessing that we are about to receive. Um, so just be like patient and just be like, just have a lot of faith in divine timing is something that I always like live on because the plan that you have for yourself is so, so small compared to the plan the divine has for you. So every time you feel like, oh my God, like, this person's getting ahead of me or like why am I not hitting this number or why am I not like you know like when you don't see the fruitation for your work just know that there's bigger things coming for you and at the end of the day when it comes to being a creative like no one is ever gonna be your competition because no one has your creativity that is the one thing that is so different from every single human no one's gonna think like you no one's gonna create like you no one's gonna paint like you it's just like it's so different so you're never in a competition with anyone so once you like let go of having all of these not goals but having all of these expectations that I want to make this much money in like a month so I can do this or I want to have this many number of followers so I could do this like all of that will come and you just have to be authentic to what you're creating and the divine will always just give you your flirtation and do time and just go towards that rather than saying like if I don't make 5,000 this month, like I'm never going to be a full-time artist. Like, no, it'll just, it'll work out. Just literally you have to work really hard, but you can't be like, if I don't hit a number, like that's it for me. So still put in the work, but let the divine do what it does best. (laughs)
No, I fully agree with that. You touched on something before where you were talking about how when something happens in the world, you feel like you need to sit down and make that art piece or make Mm -hmm. that statement right in that moment. And I wanted to ask you, do you ever feel the pressure with putting out and related to current issues? And when that does happen, how do you navigate that pressure? Yeah. Um, Definitely do. Um, I feel like a lot of people are very entitled over social media so when you don't post something like you'll just get spam of dms saying how dare you not create art on this topic and whatnot um and then before i feel like i was more sensitive to it because i was like obviously there is such a bad thing happening in the world and i do want to create art on it but then there's also like i'm not just making art for the clout of it um like I'm doing it as like an individual as an artist and I want it to be raw to my emotions and how I feel and I feel like there's so many things happening every single day that it just became so mentally heavy just reading and researching um of all these things that are happening um and people are they're like always gonna have something that I can improve on or something I could do better like they're always like if I talk about one current issue they're going to be like why aren't you talking about this current issue that's happening on the same day um and I think on days like that like you kind of just have to step back and remind yourself that one like again you're a human you're not a robot you can't make like 40 different illustrations every single day um you can do your best to like educate others on what's going on but you don't need to dedicate um your entire day to hearing like all this horrible stuff that's happening around the world um and just like I don't know like it's there's a difference in being educated and educating others and there is like compared to like being obsessed with like all this negative news that's happening in the world and creating art on that because I feel like you should use your voice absolutely every time there's um and I feel like that's what our community stands up for like we always stand up for those who need us um but there's different ways of doing that so sometimes when there isn't an illustration like I'll post a story on something that's happening in the world so I try balancing out the two I don't ever want to feel like I come to the point where I because I feel like I have in the past where like every single request every single dm I would get like talk about this talk about this talk about this like I'd be up all night researching it to make sure like I have all my stuff like I'm educated on it before I even create something on it and that was just like it just felt like research project after research project and I wasn't really connecting with the art anymore it was like more just for like more information is more educational so I think sometimes you just have to take a step back, separate the two, and just do your best as you can. Like, you can't be hard on yourself. And there's just so many bad things that are happening every single day that's out of your control. But you can do your best to help in any way you can. Um, the one art piece of yours, I mean, there's so many that, like, I look at, I just tear up. But the Gassan mural that you created, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to know what inspired you on a deeper level to create that obviously that was happening um yeah the process of creating it and like the way the entire kind of community came and supported you throughout all of that yeah um I feel like that's one of my like life's favorite memories is creating this mural um so I have like this big sister she's like my Kris Jenner my momager 
gets me all my gigs. <laughs> um, so she kind of got this opportunity across, like she's in this some community community um, group, and they were just kind of saying how Calgary is having like a mural festival. Um, and then this was like when the Kassan, um, the farmers protest was kind of like heightened. Um, and then we're like, we should just do something for the community. So she reached out. She's like, would you be down to paint a mural? And I was like, I've never painted a mural in my life. Um, but let's do it. Like, it's for the community. So, like, let's just let the divine guide us, whatever, whichever way we go. Like, let's just go with it. So I was like, yeah, I'm down. No hesitation. Um, and then we reached out to two other artists. So I was, I'm friends with Zoe. And she's also a digital artist. Hasn't painted um, a mural either. And then we had Harney, who's also, like, a older sister to me um and she was sammy one of close sammy's one of sammy's close friends um Mm. and so the three of us were the ones that painted the mural um but it was definitely like a group project and a community-led project um we had so much support because we were so like we've never painted a mural like we needed support in every single aspect and with that i feel like the community just came together in such a beautiful way like our community always does like we had a person for every single thing like we would just think of like oh we're gonna run into this problem like a projector like the paint this and that and someone from the community was standing there like arms open ready to help every single like every single point that we ever like needed anyone which was amazing to see um but yeah so we like didn't really think of us as like the main people painting or anything because there was just so many people involved in it and we were always the purpose of the entire mural was literally for the community and to shed light um on what was happening in india um and we kind of like illustrated this image so it took six months to kind of come up with the concept um and it was also tricky because like the feedback would go to a judge and the judges were all like people that weren't um I would say directly involved within like everything happening so it was kind of like it was kind of to our advantage as well because I'm like okay then how do we get you to see that you are involved indirectly to it if not directly like if you don't have family directly there um so it took six months to come up with an image that would relate to people that were like from our community and from other communities as well um so once we did that we like I'm from Edmonton so we drove down to Calgary um and we looked at our wall and then our wall ended up changing like a week before we were about to start painting um because the restaurant owner was like oh it's too political for me so we had to change our entire thing we got but the new wall like it was way bigger and it was like on 17th street which is a pretty popular place in downtown so there was more people that were able to see it walk by Um, and it's just more visible to like everyone so it was like a blessing in disguise but kind of stressful um and then over like the eight days we were given we just like were there every morning from like seven to like 10 and we would take a break like in the middle because it would get super super hot so like the what like the paint would stick on the wall so we would have to take like a two-hour break um and that's when like media would kind of come back and then at this point they weren't really talking about the farmers protest anymore in the news either because i think it was like a year in to the protest and then um so like the media attention kind of died from it 
but like with the mural like everything just started getting back onto the news so that was super exciting for me because I'm like okay we're making you know like we're making a difference like people are asking questions people are like getting more educated so it was just like a really good feeling that like the hard work that everyone in the community kind of got together for was kind of paying off um but like every single day we had communities like that weren't brown that weren't from our community that were asking questions and that were really like interested in the mural and they really supported everyone which was really nice to see so it was a super fun project um and yeah I'm glad to see that it got so much media coverage and so much attention and it's going to be up there for the next five years which is exciting so if you're ever in Calgary the mural's there (laughs) I will have to make a trip That's, that's amazing I I think that's such a beautiful concept and it is just so empowering to hear how the community came together Mm -hmm. and supported you and how everything worked out um I genuinely resonated with a lot of your Kusan um pieces that have come out and then also a lot of your uh Sikhi related pieces Mm -hmm. and I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about like your spiritual journey um Mm -hmm. What is it specifically that connects you to Gurbani when you're, like, creating your pieces? Um, so I've always grown up in a very spiritual household. Um, so but when I was younger, like, my grandma was the one that kind of taught me the most about Sikhi. Um, but then she passed on when I was fairly little. So after that, there's kind of, like, I would say a gap between me and Sikhi. And then after when I started creating art, I started getting, like, the push towards Sikhi again. Um, and on this this time it was kind of just like me learning on my own um, which has been like such a beautiful experience because I do feel like when it comes to your spiritual journey there's like waves where you're like very connected and sometimes you might be like a little bit back but this time it was fully like I know like as kids when I talk to my friends like we're just taught like to do pot but we don't actually fully understand like the words behind it or the meanings behind it so this time when I'm like learning about Sikhi by myself it's kind of like I want to understand every single word that I'm saying Um, And I feel like that's where art kind of plays a role because when I'm reading Gurbani or when I'm listening to Shabbat, like like, because I'm a visual learner, so I'll have visuals in my mind that come up of how I'm feeling when I'm like at so much peace, when I'm at so much calmness, like what is going on in my head. Um, And that's kind of like how I illustrate. And then that's why a lot of my images are the way they are is because that's the visual I get when I'm listening to a certain Shabbat um or when I'm doing pot like that's just what comes in my mind and it's crazy because like I'll illustrate that I'll post that and someone sitting across the world will literally be like oh this image like came in my dream last night and I'm like it's so wild to see because obviously the way we learn I truly believe like like religion and spirituality is a is a learning concept that you're going to be doing your entire life like you're not going to be 100% a plus the first six months right um that's why like when I'm creating art um I'll create it on like when I'm creating art on Sikhi that is why kind of where the connection comes from yeah no I totally I feel that through your art like you can feel how much that line in Bonnie and that image means to you that you've created because it really does kind of what's the word it sends that energy out even through the phone screen like you know you can feel it on a deeper level and that's honestly so magical that how 
if you've created this and put it out somewhere across the world, it's just like, oh, that came yeah. in my dream last night. That's just amazing. And Great, like goosebumps every time. But I feel like that's how like the divine kind of speaks to us, right? Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but like when you're writing, I feel like if you are writing something that's more spiritual or on sikhi, like that makes you more connected and you feel mm-hmm. more like... I don't know. You feel more connected to your spiritual roots, and that's how I feel when I'm creating art. Because I can't create sicky art without having shabbat in the back or like having mm-hmm. like you know being that in that environment. And I feel like the divine knows, like the way they're gonna connect the most with you is through your passions and through things you're passionate about. So I right. feel, truly feel like as my art grows, my love and like my learning for sicky has also grown side by side. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of the integration of both. I fully agree. Um, I want to ask you for your art. What are mm-hmm. specific Sikh teachings or values that really influence you whenever you're connecting or creating art? Um, I feel like there's a lot. Like, there's a lot that I get inspired off of, again, like, with whatever Shabbat I'm listening to. Um, but I feel like something that I really focus on is, like, Sikhis, um concept on like women um and like the how powerful women are how equal women should be portrayed in the society um and how highly Sikhi places women um in everything in leadership roles in whatever aspect it might be like women are up there um side by side any man and I feel like that's something um in some cultures that we forget and we kind of diminish how the importance a woman plays um, in roles, like leadership roles, in house, even household roles. Um, and we kind of like downplay, downsize um, the worth of a woman just based on cultural norms. So a topic that I'm like super passionate about is like getting rid, rid of like gender roles in a household um and just like you know have making sure like the women in your house like just have a voice that's heard um and that's respected and then kind of just tracing back to like the key values of how like how important women truly are um so i feel like that's a really big one and i also think like Sikhi's teachings on like deattaching to the world and i feel like that's kind of helped a lot with like a lot of topics that we talked about today during um the interview is kind of just like you getting so attached to numbers or you getting so attached to like what people want so I feel like something that's really helped with all of that is kind of grounding myself to Sikhi and seeing what Sikhi kind of has to say about the worldly um, possessions the worldly affairs that we have day to day Um, and then kind of just using that as a guide of what I do day to day um, and then creating art based on that as well Um, I wanted to ask, I wanted to, last question, last little thing, any big sister advice that you would give to young artists, young teens who have any creative passion out there? Um, I feel like I covered a lot of points during the interview of what I would give any younger sibling for advice. Um, But I feel like as a creative, like, I feel like the biggest advice I can give to you is you're gonna find the most success when you're the most authentic to yourself so when you stopped looking for validation from others from numbers from words that other people can bring to you and you start creating because you're validating yourself your craft your art 
that is when you will find success. So I feel like it's super, super important to disassociate with the world, as Siki teaches us, and to connect within, um, especially when you're creating, and that will kind of lead to other aspects of your life, and you'll live a more, more of a life that's for yourself rather than others. Um, and yeah, just be authentic. Creativity is the one thing that you have that no one can take from you. No one can go in your mind and be like, this is the creativity that is in your mind. <laughs> you know, like no one can ever know until you put it out there. So use that as your power and as your strength and just let the divine do its work. You don't need to stress about your path. You don't need to stress about the things that you need to accomplish at this certain time, at this certain age, at this, you know, like none of that matters. Like you are, there's already a huge path out there for you. And it's going to come in due time. And that's when you get the fruitation of everything. And then just remember, you're growing every day. You're here to learn. And it's not a race. You're not You're not chasing anything. You're just here to live and just be present in the moment. Because you're never going to get this time back. So the time that you're struggling, the time that you are questioning everything, the time you're demotivated, you're sad, you're angry, you're feeling all these emotions for a certain reason you're never gonna be in that particular minute or that particular day or flunk like like you are in that moment ever again so just be present with yourself and with your emotions and then just move forward from it but that would basically be my biggest advice be authentic to your creativity to your craft Um, look for validation within rather than outwards and then just trust divine timing that was absolutely beautiful like I have no words left in me but I genuinely loved every aspect of this conversation with you today um it was so wonderful to talk to you and I really genuinely hope so many people who are listening to this connect with it I know so many artists that um have struggled with various things that we've talked about today and I gen I hope and I genuinely feel like a lot of what we talked about I needed to hear and I hope it connects with someone when they need to hear it absolutely and I think it served as a reminder to myself too because it's easy to fall in that that Mm -hmm. hole so I think Mm -hmm. this is something that we should be reminded of but thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for this yeah thank you so much for joining us in this episode please check out all the wondrous work Ravina does on Instagram and her website check out sick teens and Instagram at Rahal podcast and at sick teens to further view different opportunities to get involved with us be sure to check out our other episodes bye <laughs>